0: Part 2 Our Lord on Trial Day 10 Christ's Enemies Gather Now the chief priests and the whole council sought false testimony against Jesus that they might put him to death, but they found none, though many false witnesses came forward. Matthew chapter 26 verses 59 and 60
1: Jesus once said, as the Gospel of Matthew tells us, I have not come to bring peace, but a sword. At no time was that truth more clearly displayed than in the hours of his passion. He was a sign to be spoken against. Once he was arrested, those he had offended gathered gleefully to speak against the sign from heaven, who simply by being true and good had proved them to be false and wicked. When Anne Catherine read the souls of these malcontents in her vision, she saw there a tangle of bitter roots. Whatever their diverse motivations to hatred, in one way or another, each one had encountered Christ not as Savior, but as a stumbling block. Mingled among them were a few disheartened friends of the Lord, along with many more who had no excuse to hate Him, but little courage to defend Him observing all these troubled souls, the visionary remarked simply and sadly, things were the same then as they often are now. So we pray Lord, when your truth obstructs the path of our desires, help us turn to the right road instead of stumbling over you.
2: The enemies of Jesus hurried to the tribunal of Caiaphas, escorted by the scribes and Pharisees of Jerusalem. They were accompanied by many of those merchants whom our Lord had driven out of the temple when they were holding market there. Also gathered were the proud religious teachers whom he had silenced before all the people, even some who had never been able to forgive the humiliation of being proved wrong when he had disputed with them in the temple at the age of twelve. In addition was a large number of unrepentant sinners he had refused to cure, relapsed sinners whose diseases had returned, worldly young men he would not accept as disciples, greedy people he had enraged by causing the money they had been in hopes of possessing to be distributed in alms instead. Others were there who were disappointed because he had cured their friends, thus dashing their hopes of inheriting the property of those who had been close to death. There were people given to sensual indulgence, upset because he had converted their victims, and many despicable characters who made their fortunes by flattering and fostering the vices of powerful people. All these emissaries of Satan assembled in crowds round the palace of Caiaphas to bring forward all their false accusations. While all these wicked creatures were busily consulting about what to do, anguish and anxiety filled the hearts of the friends of Jesus, for they were ignorant of the mystery about to be accomplished. They wandered around, sighing and listening to every different opinion. Each word they uttered gave rise to feelings of suspicion in those who had heard them, and if they were silent instead, their silence was criticized. Many well-meaning but weak and undecided individuals yielded to temptation, stumbled, and lost their faith. Indeed, the number of these who persevered was very small indeed. Things were the same then as they often are now. People were willing to serve God if they met with no opposition from their fellows, but were ashamed of the cross if held in contempt by others. The hearts of some, however, were touched by the patience displayed by our Lord in the midst of his sufferings, and they walked away silent and sad. The Dolores Passion
0: This has been an episode of Lent, 40 Reflections and Mystical Revelations on the Passion, a podcast brought to you by TAN. For new episode notifications, and to support this show and more great free content from TAN, visit LentPodcast.com to subscribe, and use coupon code PASSION25 to get 25% off your next order including The Passion, Reflections on the Suffering and Death of Jesus Christ by Paul Figpen, and countless more spiritual works to strengthen your faith and interior life. Thanks for listening.